Welcome back to another daily walk. Well, today we want to spend a little bit of time looking at the difference between general revelation and special revelation. This weighs itself in because our world itself is evident of God. Uh, it's just the, the perfectness, the divinity, the beauty of how it's put together. Uh, in fact, even in Romans 1, which is not our key verse for today, but back in Romans 1, Paul argues that the divinity inside of creation is completely evident. And so, verse uh, 20, For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, his eternal power, his divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made, so that they are without excuse. That refers to the general revelation. Now, the general revelation means that this is a revelation that doesn't specifically point to salvation, but it points to what we might say creationism. So you see the creationists, the creation scientists are trying to find evidence that the world was created. I personally think that that's a little bit fruitless because uh, Hebrews 11, 3, it is by faith we believe that all things which we see have been created by that which we do not see. Now, does that mean it's completely wrong? No, not at all. I just think it's, it's definitely secondary. It, it is, though, it's a decent occupation. If you can get paid in that kind of stuff, that's pretty good, and it adds some, some validity to the creation science world. I just find that a lot of the people in that area focus too much on the general revelation and not enough on the special revelation. So what is the difference? Well, Psalm 19 actually carries with it a lot of what we need here. And so uh, we'll go ahead and start here in verse 1. The heavens are telling of the glory of God, and the expanse is declaring the work of his hands. Day to day pours forth speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words. Their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth, and their utterances to the end of the world. In them he has placed a tent for the sun, which is for the bridegroom coming out from his chamber. It rejoices as a strong man to run its course. Its rising from one end of the heavens and its circuit is to the other end, and there is nothing hidden from its heat." That is the general revelation. The fact that the world speaks to all of these things that we see, all of the beauty of the world, how everything fits together is a sign and is an evidence that God is God and that the world was created. Now, does, does that tell us the world was absolutely uh, created by a Christian God who is actively working in its management and redemption, that doesn't say that. That's the, the error, uh, and the, not the error, but the shortcoming of the general revelation. It's like the general revelation, this very well could have been the deist watchmaker. You come in and you wind up the watch and you let it go until it runs its course. General revelation can't make the distinction between the divine watchmaker and the eminent God who is actively involved in his creation. So in verse 7, we pick up with more of the special 
revelation. The reason the special revelation is so important is because that does point to what type of God we have. It does point to a God who is a God of the people, who is a God who can save us, who is a God who can redeem us. So uh, Psalm 19, starting in verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true. They are righteous altogether. They are more desirable than gold, yes, than much more than fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them your servant is warned. In keeping them there is a great reward. Who can discern his errors? Acquit me of hidden faults. Also keep back your servant from presumptuous sin. Let them not rule over me. Then I will be blameless, and I shall be acquitted of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Okay, so this points to the special revelation. Notice there that, that we see references to to the law of the Lord. We see references to his testimony is sure. We see that his testimony makes wisdom out of the simple things. Remember, Paul writes in 1 Corinthians, the cross is a stumbling block to the Jews and foolishness to the Gentiles, yet for those who receive it, it is the power unto Christ by which men may be saved. All right. The precepts of the law are right. These are the special revelation, the direct commands that God has handed down for us so we may seek and we may understand what is in his word. Because otherwise we are just left to our own moral internal compass, which if we were already redeemed in glory, we could follow that. But we're not. We have this human sin nature within us. And the human sin nature that is within us, it is a nature that seeks to do wrong. It is a nature that seeks to disobey God. It is a nature that seeks to, to, it seeks to gain our own things. It seeks our selfishness. And only when we can come to grips with the depth of the sin in our own life and we look at the precepts of God and say, God is thus giving us, God is thus giving us a way out. Only when we agree with God, say that what we have inside of us is actually sin and we cast that off and we choose to set aside that desire and set aside that nature and follow toward God, then we are following the special revelation. And the special revelation is the one which tells us what type of God he is. A God that is both transcendent and eminent, who is deeply, intimately involved in his creation, but definitely separate thereof. Have you placed your trust in the Lord? Do that today if you have not. Recognize the depth of your sin. Recognize that all of creation speaks to a creation by a God, but none of it can actually tell us what type of God he is. So thanks for coming along on this daily walk. 
Don't forget to have a look at the links in the description down below if you want to help support the channel. You can find me at Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Tom M, T-O-M-M, and at thinklifemedia.com. So thanks for watching, and have yourself a blessed day. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com. Thank you.